Welcome to the Double I Show Fantasy Island Fantasy Football Edition. We're coming at you with another one this week. We got the game not betting advice locks. Now, these are going to be our picks. We do not condone any kind of betting. Bombo bets for push-ups. King, we don't know what he bets for, but maybe cigarettes because he's still, as Bombo would say, <laughs> the who's cow. But soon to be paroled, hopefully. And we'll have him back very soon. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it, Bombo. We got last week. Last week was not good for you, I should say. You know, not to try to put you on blast, but Bombo went 0 for 3. It was the Jets versus the Bills, Tampa versus Frisco, Miami versus Chargers. And Bombo, you whiffed on all three. So King and Bombo took... The Jets, Sweet T took the Bills, and Sweet T won that one. With Tampa and Frisco, Bombo took Tampa, and Sweet T and King took Frisco. So we got that one too. Bombo, that's strike two right there. And the last one, Miami and Chargers. And all of us struck out because all three of us took the Finns, and the Bolts actually took that one. So all time so far since we've started this, Bombo is four for nine all time. King is six for nine all time. And Sweet T, yours truly, seven and nine all time. Still leading the pack, guys. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Love it. Love it. I owe the house some push-ups. Don't listen to me, folks. If you wanted to bet at some point, you'd probably listen to Sweet Tea. But since you're not going to bet, just look at those records and just know who's trending up and who's trending down. <laughs> All I'm saying, I mean, that's why we put the caveat in there that this is, you know, not betting advice. <laughs> not betting advice. Especially for me, it's not betting right, advice. Because we're not going to be held responsible for anybody's, you know, not making their rent on time. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get into week 15, Bombo. And we got some really good matchups. We've got three matchups here. And let's just get into the first one. Dolphins at Bills. Bills minus seven and a half. Who do you got? Give me the Bills. Just because right now, when we talked about it in a previous segment, I don't like with like the just the Dolphins body. Like I think today the coach wore a shirt that said like, yeah, this isn't that cold or something like that, which means the weather is an issue for this Dolphins team. They're going to Buffalo in a divisional game. And we've always talked about it. Anybody who watches football knows about it. You don't want to go to Buffalo in December and January. It's not comfortable football. Buffalo practices in it. Buffalo lives in it. And I just see Buffalo, you know, as seven and a half point favorites in this one. So it's, it's simple. Don't overthink it. Give me the bills and the points. Yeah, I got to agree with you with that one, especially the point seven and a half is pretty much nothing. You got a Dolphins team that is starting to kind of waver a little bit. They're on the decline as far as just pure scoring points. You know, earlier in the season, this was an offense that was just a juggernaut as the season's gone on. They're getting dinged up. And of course, like King always says, everybody's dinged up at this point. But other teams find a way to keep those points coming in. And Dolphins have really struggled over the last three weeks to really score points. So that coupled with the weather. Yeah, I'm taking the bills all day long, especially with the points. Give me the bills for sure. All right, Bumble. So I'm going to throw you one last thing with this game at you over under. 
And the over-under line for this is 42 points. What are you going to take, the over or the under, and why? I'm going to take the under on the weather. Not to take the lazy way out on that. I just don't really see more Tua. I don't see Tua airing it out. If this was going to be a shootout, it would have to be a 50-50 type thing where they're just meeting touchdown for touchdown, big play for big play. And I only see that happening on the Bills side in this because it goes back to them practicing in this and living in this. And even the Bills probably aren't going to have really big chunk plays. But I just see the Bills having more trips to the end zone, whereas I don't see the Dolphins really getting as many. So it's going to be a low scoring affair. Lots of running. So the clock will be running. Give me the under 42. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And I will take the lazy way out. I do think that weather's going to play a factor, although probably not as much as you would think, at least on the Bills side, because they they know this weather, they're used to this weather. And, you know, Josh Allen has a big arm. So with a guy like that, it doesn't really matter what the weather's like. He can make throws, you know, because he can throw a hard ball that's going to just going to be able to slice through wind and things like that. But Tua doesn't. Tua is more of a finesse guy. He kind of lofts his balls. So, you know, he's not that power thrower. He's not a, a Josh Allen. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not even a Justin Fields in the sense because Fields has a big arm. He's not that type of guy. So I really think that the weather is going to play a factor in it. So I would take the under as well. It's going to be close. It's going to be maybe a, a 14-10 or a 17-10 type situation, but it's going to be low. So I, I'm, t- I'm taking the under on that one as well there, Bombo. All right, so moving on to the next one, Lions-Jets. This is pretty much a pick em because it, they got Jets at minus one, right? So, uh, you know, that's pretty much just home field advantage, but it's yeah. not even that at this point because it's minus one. Usually you get minus three for home field advantage. So I don't know. It's it's just a pick em at this point. So who do you got there, Bombo? You're right. It is a pick em, and I'm going to go with the Jets on this one just because it is the home field advantage, and it's still New York in um, and it's still New York in December. I don't know. I don't really have the weather report on this, but I know that it's not going to be the most beautiful of days, probably. And if you really look at it, the Lions and the Vikings are pretty much the same team, except for Justin Jefferson. There's just nobody on either team that has the talent of Justin Jefferson, but they're like the same team. Mediocre defense. They got guys that can catch the ball. They got guys that can run the ball. They run pretty much the same plays and they run, have the same schedule. And this, the Vikings Jets game earlier in the year was, uh, Jets 22, Vikings 27. I see it the same way, but just the opposite way. Just because the Lions don't really show up on the road. Or actually, it's Goff that doesn't show up on the road. But the Lions defense doesn't show up at home or on the road. I think the home field advantage is real in this one. Give me the Jets. Nice. Okay. I'm going to go the opposite direction with you. And I actually do have the weather report as of time of the recording. And it's going to be in the low 30s. And it's going to be windy roughly 10 to 15 miles per hour right now. So that's what the weather is going to be like. It's not going to be snowing. But even though that the Lions are a dome team, really, I got to take the Lions just because of the fact that they've just been playing lights out. They've won six of their last seven games. They're just balling out. I love what they're doing over there. They're playing with a lot of heart and their defense is. Even though they're last in the league, 
they still find ways to make big plays when it counts. You know, they suck the rest of the game. But when the game is on the line and they need a big play, these guys step up and make a big play. So I can't go against the Lions because I've been riding them for a while now and they've been coming through for me. So it's hard for me to get off of them at this point until proven otherwise. So I'm going to take the Lions. All right, Bumbo. So let's get into the over and under for this one. The over under is 44 and a half points. What are you going to take, the over or the under? Oh, with no rain or snow in the air, I think it's going to be air, air it out friendly. I still have Jets 27, Lions 22, which would be 49 points. So give me the over of 44 and a half. Nice. All right. I think I'm going to go with the under on this one. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a dogfight. Weather is going to be a factor, especially on the Lions because they're a dome team. But with that wind kind of bothers me a little bit because it's 10 to 15 miles an hour right now, but that could easily go a lot higher as we get closer to game time. So that's the biggest factor right now. Goff has an arm that he could throw in, in that type of wind. I don't know about white Mike and I don't know with those rib situations. I just can't really trust right now. His ribs being able to hold up in the cold because when you're hurt, and you're, you have an injury and you're playing in the cold, it just kind of makes things worse. Being a former athlete and being in the cold, I understand how that is. So I got to take the Lions on this one with the under 44 and a half. You might have something there, T, because as a Bears fan, you probably remember Jared Goff's first trip to the cold in his entire football career when the Ram, that surging Rams team went to the Bears and they lit him up. Do they I think they yep. picked him like four times, sacked him like six times, something like that. He just had probably the worst game of his life. And literally in the media, like that after that game, he was like, This is the first time I ever played a game of cold. Like this kind of cold. Yeah. And it was like one of those things that you should have just he should have just shut up about that. Like he should have just <laughs> been like, Hey, they they came to play, but like don't make it seem right. like now you, you can't gotta, play the cold. Yeah, you just gotta kind of give the the stereotypical answer at that point. Yeah. You know, and, and I will say being in that Chicago cold before, you know, as a Bears fan, King and I were in that cold. It was eight degrees, but with the wind chill coming over from the lake, it was like minus two, I think, or minus four, something like that. So it was cold in the middle of the day. And yeah, I can just imagine what it's going to be like over there in New York. I don't know about that. So I really think that this is going to be much closer. I'm, that's why I'm saying the under for this one, just because of weather. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go into our last one. Bumble, this last one, the line is a little bit iffy for me. I think the line should have been closer to what the Lions and Jets line were only because of the situation with these both teams. I really think that this is kind of gnarly, but it's the Giants and Washington. Giants at Washington, Washington minus seven. This is going to be a hard one because both teams are seven, five, and one, and the one tie came against each other, and it was a 2020 tie. This is going to be a game and giants are hurting. They don't have anybody. Saquon is starting to disappear because he's banged up, but I mean, you know, props to him. He's still playing. He's still trying to tough through it and everything. 
And Washington, I don't know, man. They're just, I think they're playing a lot better. They're playing inspired. It's like what we were talking about when we talk about, you know, guys like White Mike, like the team just plays different with Heineke in there, just like the Jets play different with White Mike in there. So I don't know. I got to say, even though Heineke's not going to light up the world and he will get sent back to the bench eventually, probably next season when they find another quarterback that they think is better. But for this game, the minus seven, I got to go with Washington on this one. I got to say Washington has the edge because they're not as beat up and Giants have not looked good the last couple games. I agree. And we talk about it all the time. Who books this exact same record? The la- they each have a tie on their schedule. They each have a tie. The tie was against each other. It's Sunday night. The winner moves into a, a better playoff seating and the loser probably gets out of the playoffs. Divisional game, DC versus New York. And then you have the quarterbacks. It's Heineke, you know, the, the crowd favorite, the win it for the Gipper type, you know, this all odds against him. Daniel Jones, the city turned against him, the organization turned against him. And then the new coach comes in and believes in him. And now he's playing inspired. The storyline's all there. And I agree with you 100% with everything you said. These teams are pretty much dead even. They're both on each side. There's a fantasy star that's been buried with not too much talent around them. You have Saquon Barkley on one end. You have Terry McLaurin on the other end who do their best despite who their quarterbacks have been throughout their careers. And these guys are fantasy studs. Don't get me wrong. Saquon is a top five running back in the league right now, fantasy wise and real football wise. From what I heard at the time of this recording, he is, he has no injury designation in practice in full, but when it comes to like neck stuff and anything that has it in your running back, it needs to be watched. And they did, they cut him off like at halftime last week and Washington's coming off of a buy. I think Washington coming off a buy and playing at home, give me Washington plus points. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm with you. Washington minus seven. Give me Washington all day long. All right, Bombo. So let's go into the over-under for this one. It's actually relatively low, and I understand why, because both teams really are not scoring juggernauts right now at this point. But the over-under for this game is 38. What do you got to take on this one, the over or the under? Oof. So... If I was a betting man, there would still be a little put to the side to bet on the tie just because of just, just because of how even these teams are and just because that would just ruin things in the NFC in the playoff. I just, it just, I'm rooting for the tie, but I'm going to take the over on this one. And I'll tell you why I think it's because both of these teams are going to play their, play their asses off on both sides of the ball. I think there's ball hawks on both sides, on, on the defensive side for both these teams. I expect the defensive touchdown to be scored. I don't know which team will score it, but then that is unaccounted for. So that'll jack up your point total. Plus they're going to go back and forth for a couple of touchdowns. I think they're going to put up more points than Vegas is trying to tell them to put up and give me the over 38. Yeah, Bombo, I'm with you on that one. You know, I don't know. This one is tough for me, the over-under, right? Because I can see this line kind of moving up a little bit. So to your point, you know, you think that it's going to be the over on, on this one. I don't know. I've been taking the under for every single game, and I just think that both offenses are struggling a little bit right now. I mean, 
you know, the Giants have just really been struggling late as of late to score any kind of points. So I really got to kind of take the under on this one, even 38, even if it went up a little bit to 40, I'd still say that I'd take the under, you know, even if it dropped, if you dropped it to 35, I'd still probably take the under on this one, just because I think both teams are not going to be very effective in scoring this week. That That's just me, you know, but it's just one of those those vibes that you get and you just kind of got to go with your gut, right? So for me, I don't know. I'm going with the under. All right, guys. So that's going to go ahead and wrap us up for this week 15 of our game. Not betting advice locks. Remember, this is not betting. But I will say this. For any of you DJs out there that are betting, we're not saying that you should. And you might have a problem. Or you might think you might have a problem. I'm just going to give you a quick little number to call just in case you want to talk to somebody about that. 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. So if you need help betting or not betting, I should say, because you're an addict, maybe that's why King is, you know, locked up right now. Who knows? I don't know. He's a little bit of a degen. So you just, I'm just saying, right, Bumbo? I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. I'm not saying he is. I'm just throwing it out there. We're just looking out for the Islanders. That's all it is. All right. So for Bombo, I'm Sweet Tea, and we are out.